You're listening to the Sports Talk Podcast with Darcy Waldegrave from News Talk ZB. And it's a warm welcome to Sports Talk to David Abo. He's the uh, chair of the US Association of Rugby League, waiting for the whole shooting match to arrive in Vegas over the weekend. David, welcome to the show. Is there much excitement stateside around this new venture? Well, there certainly is amongst the community and the expats. Uh, As far as the Americans go, it is definitely picking up some speed. But, you know, quite honestly, you know, if I walked down the street and asked any random stranger and said, hey, you know, are you going to the doubleheader in Vegas this weekend or anything like that? They'd they'd look at me and say, what are you on about, mate? (laughs) And you say, oh, for the rugby league. They say, the rugby what? (laughs) So, I mean, it's, it's not that it's not building but it is the first step in a long uh you know on a long road to to kind of grow in the game here and i can just tell you from experience that you know us trying to build out the domestic comp the way that we have has met a lot of these challenges along the way and you know setting up this big nrl event in vegas is really helping us along but it's not it's not the the thing that's going to immediately turn all the heads. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how many stops on this journey? It sounds like you've got a plan for quite some time, David. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that there's a lot of talk about things happening in the future and growing the game in the US separate from what we've already been kind of working on. But just to give you an idea of the challenges, you know, like trying to get a field rented out here in LA somewhere just for our local matches is is hard enough as it is you know we try to you know book a local school field or any of the local soccer fields and they're booked out basically 365 days a year by the municipal uh youth sports and when you tell them you're playing rugby they immediately assume it's union and they just think of like all the rucking and all that good stuff and think that we're going to destroy the field so you know you know that Th- those are the, the small challenges. And then you want to talk about just getting eyeballs watching the game. That's the next bit, right? So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a long road, but I think that we're on the way. Well, so you said the Americans don't really know about rugby, let alone rugby league. What do they know? And how much bite through have you got? Well, okay. So if you asked anybody about rugby, they're roughly familiar with that, but almost always the thing that they're thinking of is rugby union right um there is a a fair few number of rugby union teams around la and around the country they offer that sport as a sport in some of our colleges and universities um but uh and then of course they have the sevens tournaments that gain quite a bit of traction as well but again um it's it's you know that's not as massively popular as you would think and uh then you try and then talk about rugby league and they're like, what's the difference? And if you had them watching the game side by side on a telly, they wouldn't really know if they were watching two different sports. You'd think, David, that with a sport like rugby league, though, it's probably a lot easier for our American friends to actually grasp and understand because some of the the details around rugby union, especially the ruck and the mall and the scrum and the like, are almost impossible to understand. And we're rugby fans, so if anything, you've got a product you'd like to think eventually they'd actually quite enjoy because of its simplicity, I suppose, its aggression. Well, I talked talking about rugby league, and I'll actually give it to Russell Crowe for uh, creating quite a good video with the NRL where he's kind of broken down the basic rules and understanding of the game, which I have really enjoyed sharing with my American counterparts because the thing that is 
similar with when you talk about rugby league and let's just talk about the NFL, the American football, right, is that the NFL have downs and rugby league has six tackles, right? So when you can can uh, kind of bridge some of the the rules with things that they understand better, it's uh, it <laughs> kind of allows them to think, oh, yeah, okay, so it's a strategic-based game. So you're telling me i got six tackles to get that ball over there. Yep, in a nutshell, that's the game. <laughs> so... Makes sense. Make it simple. That's the way it works over there. Uh, David Abo joins us. He is the chairman of the US Association of Rugby League. David, the deal with Fox Sports uh, Channel over there, primetime viewing, you got a rough idea about what kind of engagement you'll get from there, what eyeballs you'll get? Uh, honestly, <laughs> I'll be quite honest that I haven't really taken a whole look on what type of media coverage they're going to have within the United States, and that is mostly because from day one, I was going to the game and hadn't really thought about what TV I was going to watch it on later. Um, but I would imagine, given the fact that they are trying to uh, use this as a stepping stone for a five-year deal, uh, the NRL in Vegas, right? Um, I would imagine that they're going to try to make sure that, you know, the, the coverage is enough to, to get more eyeballs on it. What I will say is, at least on social media, there has been a huge presence and big push uh, across, you know, the different networks to show that this is going on um, and, and using, like, you know, some of the star power and, you know, having, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson come out and do his bit and um, getting some of the NFL players to to go and do cameos and things like that. So you think that uh, your average American probably has no idea. So when you look at the size, the sold-out event, is it predominantly expats that are going to be attending this? I would have to think that it would be a large number of that. But more than that, there is actually a large number of Australians, Kiwis and, you know, people from around the world that are like coming in. So my mates back home, uh, I grew up in Sydney, uh, were telling me about all of the different packages the NRL are offering to get people out there and get tickets to the game and the hotel and the whole the all-inclusive pack. So I know that there are a lot of people that are really excited about the idea of going to Vegas and not catching one first grade match, but two as a double header is, you know, pretty exciting idea for, I think, most people who love the game, you know? David, what about the NFL? You touched on that before. How many scouts do you think are going to be eyeballing the TV or actually in the stands? Because I'd suggest that some of these rugby league players, and we've seen a few that have made that trip, would be prime for the plucking when it comes to the National Football League. I mean, if I was an NFL scout, I would 100% want to be down on the sidelines and trying to get a first uh, hand glimpse at, at some of the talent out there. You know, also separate to that, the NRL are themselves doing a talent combine on Saturday morning, the same day as the game, to try and see if there's any uh, talent out here in the US that may be worthwhile looking at to bring home. So that is, uh, it kind of goes both ways. But I, I would say in general, the idea of, of tapping into the, what I would say is a smorgasbord of untapped potential in the athletes here in the US is something that uh, could you know strongly benefit the NRL in the long term. So what denotes success for this particular tournament? Is it about people buying into the game, uptake of the game being played over there? How do you know this is actually working as, as part of your long path? <laughs> that is an excellent question. <laughs> so I, you know, 
to be quite honest, when the NRL had created a deal and come into the States and started this whole idea, they hadn't actually reached out to uh, the US counterparts at the start. They did eventually. uh, And we've started working together and we started uh, collaborating to put on the Nines event. Um, So, you know, our question was, well, what's in it for you guys and why haven't you chatted with us? And once you have started chatting with us, chatting with us rather, how can we benefit to make sure that we're using this event to, to really push what we're trying to do out here um, on a domestic level? So, you know, the, the answer to your question is multifaceted, right? The NRL have things that they want to get out of this. Uh, the USARL, have, we have different needs that we want to try and get out of this. And for the most part, it's exposure. Right. We in the US want to make sure that as many people who aren't familiar with the game or maybe humming and hiring about it are getting the opportunity to see that there is this. I mean, it's the greatest sport in the world. So the way I see it is the more people that are watching the game, the quicker this thing takes off. But it just needs to keep happening and keep being available to them. And that's where, you know, the NRL goes home after this weekend. But we at the USARL will continue our domestic comp and need to make sure that we keep people engaged. How was the Association of Rugby League over in America? Is it a side gig for you? Are you genuinely running a whole show? It's part of an expansion of the game. Where does this sit with yourself? Because plainly, you're not an American, David. (laughs) Well, I was born here. Uh, and my mum is from Nyo, actually, down near Wellington. But um, when I was quite young, my parents moved me down to Sydney um, and I, we, we moved to a suburb called Barrera and I grew up playing for the Wallabies. And um, <laughs> I ended up moving back here when I was about 20, um, right after <laughs> the C-grade premiership that I had been playing in. And then when I got here, not a whole lot of rugby league going on. And I played union for a bit, but then, you know, um, took a break for a while. Then uh, Johnny Manning, actually, from uh, you know former Cowboys player, had been in LA and had started talks and getting people playing rugby league out here in the West. But over in the East, there's been quite a few teams for a while now. Um, but to answer your question, yes, this is uh, all of us are basically volunteers in this job. None of us are getting paid for it. We all do it because we love the game. And it is definitely, it may as well be a full-time job <laughs> trying to get things done. But, um, you know, if, if we don't do it and if people that are not passionate about the sport are not, are not doing what we're doing right now, then the game dies, right? And, and I would say that if the NRL tried to come in here and there was no USARL doing anything, there'd be no hope. David, can you complete the sentence for me? Up the... <laughs> Maroons. Up the wires. Oh, come on, David. <laughs> hey, thanks for your time, Mr. Abo. You enjoy that tournament. Let's hope you get some form of traction in the United States of America. And good luck answering the questions about why aren't they wearing helmets. I think that'll constantly flummox your American friends. Eh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I appreciate it, mate. Thanks for having me on. For more from Sports Talk, listen live to News Talk ZB from 7 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.